0: Welcome, everyone, to Manifesting Your Dream Life with Felicia and Patty. In today's episode, we're discussing the fourth superpower, a mental faculty you use almost every day of your life your memory. Most people believe it's out of control. One either has a good or a bad memory. Would it surprise you to know that everyone? has a perfect memory. Before we delve into today's topic of discussion, I want to briefly uh, share an outline of last week's episode where Patty and I talked about the third mental faculty, the will. We create the life we love by effectively using these six high faculties, which are imagination, intuition, will, memory, which we'll be covering today, reason and perception. Willpower is usually a starter. We give ourselves a command to follow through to no avail. Willpower alone will not get you your desired results. When you do, the results are temporary. The will, on the other hand, helps you hold an image on the screen of your mind to the exclusion of all outside distractions. The will is an influential mental faculty that enables us to concentrate on the good desired while simultaneously imprinting that idea into our subconscious, where our true power resides. So concentrating and emotionalizing the good you desire must then move into physical form. Suppose you haven't listened to the last three episodes and have a burning desire. In that case, we strongly recommend you schedule some time in your week to listen to these episodes because we shared many gold nuggets that you can immediately apply to help you create the desired results. All right then, so without further ado, I'd like to welcome my partner and fellow coach, Patty, to the call. Good day to you, Patty. How are you doing? Hi, Felicia. I'm doing wonderful. How is, how is your
1: day over there?
0: Ah, it's, it's good. Uh, we've had rain the past couple of days and uh, the forecast, uh, if, it, if it's what we're supposed to get, we're supposed to get a little bit of sun this afternoon, but we've had two and a half of solid rain, two and a half days of solid rain. Mm. So uh, what about on your end in California, sunny California? What's the weather if- like? It's sunny California,
1: and we as, as as wonderful as that is, we really could use some of your rain. I wish we could switch our weather here and there.
0: Okay, I'm gonna just blow the rain all the way over to you, Patty. Done. Okay,
1: and I'll blow the sunshine over.
0: Thank you anyhow oh. i'm looking forward to today's podcast because we're now we're uh, embarking on the fourth mental faculty memory and that's mm-hmm. really a pretty uh, powerful um, superpower would you agree oh absolutely and and i think
1: what what i'm going what i love about this you know talking about this faculty is you know people if you say memory people have mm-hmm. an idea of memory but mm-hmm. i don't think they really understand the power of the memory in terms of how you can use your memory in, in different ways. And um, we're going to talk about that today. And that's the part I'm really interested in getting into because um, the awareness of this is just
0: extremely powerful. Mind blowing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Chances are you think about this next superpower quite a bit. I know that most people do. You may even worry that it will one day disappear. Today's episode will cause you to think about this mental faculty in a different, far more confident, empowered way. See, when you plant an idea in your mind and tap into it, the universe has already accomplished it. Your work is to image this truth in your conscious mind, effectively planted through constantly spaced repetition into your subjective mind, where the good you desire moves into physical form. This is the power that you and I have as co-creators. There is no such thing as a poor memory. How often have you said, I forget or heard somebody say, I forgot that. The truth is they didn't forget it. They never remembered it in the first place. The average individual is raised with the idea that they have a poor memory. We grew up believing that some people have good memories and others don't. Everyone has a perfect memory. This is what Patty and I want to talk about today. The mind is a powerful force. It cannot be forced because force negates. So the key word in remembering is to let, is to allow. Your memory is perfect because you're perfect. There's perfection in every molecule of your being. Learn to bring that perfection to the surface. And how do we do that? By learning and developing a greater understanding through the study. So when you hear people say, I have a terrible memory. They're advertising their ignorance because they're unaware they have a perfect memory. We never learned it in school or at home. And sadly, most people go to the grave with the music still in them. See, you have perfect memory, intuition, will, and imagination. You are perfect. All you need to do is develop a conscious awareness of your perfection. And every time you become more aware of your perfection, it manifests in your results. They automatically keep improving. Let's consider the good you desire. Step into it imaginely. What is it that you would love to attract into your personal experience? What is a dream that you've always often wondered, but you, you believe that, there's too much of a gap for you to get to that dream. We're not getting to any dream to begin with. We're coming from our dream, but let's just look at it in our mind. We're here and the dream is there. Imagine your future where everything you've dreamed up is happening right now. And this is your current reality. It's in the mind of the infinite. So our work On planet earth is to tap into the subjective mind where our true power resides put yourself in that future state and go ahead and ask your questions you'll be amazed at the information you get you're going to hear things like wow it was way easier than i thought it would be or Mm -hmm. everything showed up when i needed it it happened faster than i imagined future memory is what's going to dictate our current reality Absolutely.
1: And, you know, we've been talking, you you did a um, little review of the faculties we've been talking about. Yes. And we've been speaking about these faculties in service of our vision, right? Which is uh-huh. what you're talking about as far as future memory. So if you look at how memory is helpful in creating this vision that you're in love with, right? What we're doing with the memory is forging a new path, Right. Um and we're also developing new strategies, right? Yes. But if you think about it, and and this really hit me when we were, you know, talking about memory and the the faculty of memory, because you gotta like think about the quality of your focus and energy level every single day. When you when you wake up and you had a good night's sleep and you feel clear and focused, right? Your energy level is just, you're ready just to take on the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your memory is in perfect shape to be just plowing into the day. Right. But when your energy level is low, when you're not feeling well, think about even when you're sick, it's really hard to remember things. Like sometimes you could even be on a phone call and someone was telling you something and then you talk to them the next day and they're like, Oh, remember, I already said that to you. And, Mm -hmm. and, sometimes you're kind of foggy about it. So the point is, is if you want to think about when you're learning things, right? Because sometimes you read things, you're in school, whatever, you're, you're studying something new, and you can just take in the information in a way that um, you, you remember more things. And then there's other days where that just, things just aren't sticking. And you think about, well, why is that? Well, it's important to Think about, say, the time of day, because everyone has a different time of day that they feel uh, more energized. They have more, um, they just feel you know, ready to tackle anything. Like you could be a morning person or maybe you're a night person, but think about the most important things that you want to do in the day and make sure that you're aware of the best time of day to tackle them. You might have a big to-do list, but you want to think about the things that are most important to tackle, to tackle them in the time of day where you have the most energy, where you're the most focused. And on top of that, just to be aware that um, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're you're not getting enough sleep, you're eating poorly, you're not exercising, because all of those things contribute to feeling clear and focused and, and high energy. So. You know, if people say I have a bad memory, it's kind of like, well, first of all, how are you even operating your life? Because your memory is, it works the best when you're optimally operating. And so to think about that, because um, the other piece of it is distractions, because those also impact your memory. Because again, memory is about concentrate and focus, right? The more you can think about when you're studying something, if you have no distractions, right? You're in a quiet space and you, you're you literally just paying attention to whatever you're studying or say you're on a webinar, whatever that is, you're going to take in information in such a in such a more pure way than if you were watching this webinar um, or listening to this podcast and doing something else. You're just not going to take information in, in the same way. And yet you may not be aware of it. And then you're going to say, oh, see, I just don't take in information. Great. Oh, I'm getting older, I don't have a good memory. And to your point, Felicia, we all have perfect memories. But think about when you're young. When you're young, you have less distractions. And, you know, like think about little kids. But as you get older and we have more responsibilities, there's more distractions. And in this day and age with social media, everybody is challenged with distractions. So just to be very mindful, because all of this affects memory
0: and your ability to focus and concentrate. And when you're dreaming up your life, whatever that is for you, you will need to use your future memory. Mm -hmm. This is the best time to use it. You're you're designing and dreaming up this beautiful life that you see yourself, yourself in. It's coming from desire by deliberately Focusing and concentrating on what we love, the good that we desire, now you're automatically using your future memory to get you there. That's what makes it easier. If you're dreaming about something that you really want to attract into your personal experience, you you image that in your mind and you begin to paint this most beautiful picture. Use your five senses. Describe it vividly what this future self looks like. Your future self will begin to send you nudges, inspiration, ideas of what steps you can take. All that we need to do is to work on ourselves, raise the frequency, we match it to the energy that creates worlds. You automatically begin to get all that you need to bring that good desire or to move it into physical form. It's, yes. it's the world that you and I live in. It's a beautiful
1: universe. Well, that's, I mean, I loved to me the what, what grabbed me the most out of, um, you know, what we're discussing and, and teaching about the memory um, was the idea of future memory. Because no, that's not something that, you know, I ever recall people talking about when I was growing up, right? no that you know what memory is and it's memory. you think of memorizing things. It, makes, it reminds me of history because you used to feel like you have to memorize these dates and all this kind of stuff, right? Yes. Or you think about people that are aging who say, oh my gosh, I'm losing my memory. I don't have a good memory anymore. And first of all, I refuse to tell myself things that I don't want to hear. It's like, if I feel like my memory isn't great, then what can I do to improve my memory? Because you can always challenge it. I mean, think about people that, you know, my husband is always doing like these mind games like Sudoku, or he he does things to challenge his mind always. And the thing is, is it's like anything. It's like a muscle. If we don't continue to use something, it will atrophy. And as we get older, it's, it's even more important to be mindful of continuing to use things in different ways. And I love this idea of future memory because no matter where you are in life, future memory, it has everything, you know, we know all of our thoughts, you know, operate on frequencies. And if you think of future memory, you could either think of it in a way that's going to serve you in a positive way, which is like your vision of what you would love, or you can think of future memory as just dire. Oh my gosh, I have nothing to look forward to. I've, you know what I'm saying? And oh, yes. and And literally, it doesn't matter if you're sitting in a chair or you're walking around, you can use your memory in service of you or not in service of you. So when you start thinking about memory, this idea of future memory, I love because it's it's about possibility. And if you look at, it is nice to have past memories that serve you. Like you remember a trip you were on,
0: you remember um, things that you did with people. Um, and you know what, Patty? If that's going to help you to raise your frequency to think of a past trip or a past uh, relationships, a, a birth of a baby, something that when you think about it, it ignites your passion. Yes, go there. And when you're vibrating at that frequency, boom, move on to the future memory.
1: That was actually my point in bringing it up. I was oh. going to say
0: something very similar.
1: But no, but Break minds but, but think alike. We're Sorry. The, we're, no, that's okay. <laughs> we're on the same frequency. But that sometimes it just makes you feel good to reminisce. My father is in his early 90s and he, my mom's gone. And He's still in pretty good shape for his age. And, and there's things him. that he reflects on. He's always sending my sister and I pictures of stuff from him and my mom dancing and all these different things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trips they took. So that serves him in a positive way. Um, I think reflecting on the past, as long as you're not living in the past, especially when you've got your, you know, half of your life ahead of you or your whole life ahead of you, not to let the net, like the stuff that happened, maybe that wasn't so pleasant. Mm. I would just say, take the learning because yes. I love that John Mac- Maxwell quote. Sometimes yes. you win, sometimes you learn. Take the learning mm-hmm. in service of you and just let go of the rest. Let go of the other stuff. The, the stuff that's just going to bring you down, that's not the, the intention of the experience. It's for the learning. Take the learning and move on. Take the memory and and use it in a way that's going to make It's like, sometimes if you look back, at positive things you've done. It's a confidence builder. I've accomplished those things. But yeah. When I look back, you know, I just finished writing a, my book. It's in the editor's hands right now. And what was kind of cool about the whole experience was it, it really helped me connect the dots to where I am. And it was a, and, and I'm talking the good things and the not so good things, but it, it was kind of cool to see how it all connected. And so in a, and it's, you know, I feel like it took me to where I am today and it's, it's kind of the foundation for me to catapult into the next chapter. Mm -hmm. And so it's all in, I think, changing your perception of how you even use memory and, and, and stop saying, I have a poor memory. And even if you, maybe you don't remember things as well as you used to stop owning that and instead challenge it. Absolutely. I think that's the thing you were talking about a little earlier, Felicia was, you can't force it. Like you know, when you're when you're when you force anything, it's like you it, it you start creating anxiety for yourself, and then it's like your mind goes blank. And so you know, you use the word just let,
0: just let it, yeah, allow it to flow mm, to through you, because it will happen. Trust in that. Have faith in that. So when you're in that future state, know that you will get the support that you need ideas, not just inspiration, that it's all going to come to you because that future self has what you need to know, to move you from where you are to where you long to be. I mean, doors will begin to open up and things will will begin to seem easier. And and you'll think to yourself, wow, I never imagined it would be this simple. Mm -hmm. Why didn't I do this sooner? I know that I've had on many occasions said that about my things, my dreams. Oh, why not I do this sooner? When you're there, you realize that we are the only culprits. We are the one stopping ourselves, keeping ourselves in bondage mm-hmm. through the thoughts that we have, through the beliefs that we have, through our history, the past, the memory. Like Patty said, if you have memories that no longer serve you, let them go. Let's just let them go and go on the memories that when you think about, it opens up your heart. And when you're there, continue on that wavelength, continue on that path, expand that vision into the person you want to be, the good that you desire to come to you, whatever that is for you, stay on that frequency, keep working at it because our work is to really, our job is to work on ourselves. The outer world can't give me anything I want. All I want is already in me. But it's only going to speak to me once I begin to raise my frequency, because yeah. what I want is vibrating at a higher frequency. That's where the money is vibrating. That's where the perfect relationship is vibrating at. This is where the best le- everything is vibrating at that level. And if we're vibrating at a lower level, where the, the past memories are keeping us stuck, or where we become the victim of our situation, there's a gap. It's too big. So if you want what you want from desire, then do all that you can to go back. Bring up those memories that expand your heart. And from there, continue moving in the direction of the desire, of the love that you are seeking, whether it's relationship, vocation, you you want better health, Everything is vibrating at that level, the energy of creation. Isn't it amazing to know this, Patty? It's absolutely, great. absolutely. Well,
1: you know what? I mean, visioning—you know—it mm-hmm. plays such a huge role in memory. If you think about it, vision, oh, yes. and 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 it's—we think because we think in images, right? And and we typically retain things better when um, they're told through a story. Think about people when they give talks; a lot of times they make a point that sticks better because the story, you connected with the story and it helps you connect with something. Well, when you're connecting with something, you're connecting with some kind of memory because it's making you feel a certain way, you yes. know? And so you relate to it. So if you think about it, your vision that you're creating for a life that you would love, a result you would love, it's, you're, it's a story that you're connecting with. And the more you stay involved with that story, connected to that story, It's just going to seep into every bit of your body your soul, every cell, right? And so, and this is where the subconscious mind, because the subconscious mind, we talked about the will last week, Mm -hmm. the will helps you hold this idea on the screen of your mind. Because when you continue to focus on something good or bad, you literally, that's when you're impressing it on your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is the emotional mind. And it doesn't know the difference between what's real or what's not. So whatever you're telling yourself, your self-talk, it is taking your subconscious mind is taking it in as truth. And because that's where your emotional mind is, that's where your belief system is. And that's where your paradigms are formed. So why not have a belief system that believes in something that's gonna fill you up? You know, again, you're walking on a hero's journey or a victim's journey. And so how are you talking to yourself? So if you think about it, visioning is so key with memory. Because it you, you it helps you this future memory right it helps you create future memory because you can see yourself living this life that you love and even if yes. you've had a very hard life and maybe you, you're saying it's there's not very many positive memories, maybe you had a moment. maybe there was a moment when somebody was kind to you there was these little glimpses of something positive. those are the things to hang on to to, 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 to take the energy of those things and bring them into into your future. But this, you know, when you think of memory, I think to what we're both trying to say today is start thinking about this idea of future memory because that's your vision, that's your vision and get so clear and so focused on that. And if you are involved with that every day, every day you talk about, you know, when you wake up and you go to bed, you think about your vision just every day through repetition. That's how we learn things, right? How do we, how do we have a memory of like, when you're learning something new, yeah. you keep studying and studying it until it becomes a habit, right? We mm-hmm. had to learn math, right? You know how to add. Mm-hmm. Well, how did you learn that?
0: Through repetition. And so everything we learned through repetition, yes. riding a bike was through repetition, Absolutely. swimming was through repetition. Yes. There we go. That's the yeah. universe you and I live in. Yes. Everything is repetition. So apply the repetition to something you want. To Why your not? vision.
1: To, to your vision. And that is how you're using your memory in service of you. In yeah. service of what. And this, so this whole idea of future memory, that's that to me was like the big pow. Yeah. When, when when I, you know, when I got um studying into the these faculties and specifically the memory one. The future memory is just so beautiful. And and, and we all have the ability to use that power tool. Yeah.
0: You and I were never taught this in school. No one was Mm-mm. ever taught this in school. Mm-hmm. A quote here by uh, Anna Mary Robertson Moses. Memory is history recorded in our brain. Memory is a painter. It paints pictures of the past and the day, which is, which is everything that Patty and I have discussed today. A memory, can, a memory comes from the past, but you can also use your memory forward. You can use it as a future memory. So it can record the past or the day, which today is the day that you and I are. We're living in the present moment. Everything is happening in the now. Nothing really happens in the future. So even when you step into it, imagine and you see yourself as the person who's living that life in that moment, you're feeling it now.
1: Whatever you're sensing,
0: whatever you're seeing, whatever you're tasting, whatever you're touching, I'm using all the five senses. Even though you're envisioning something that's in the future but if you're using your subconscious you're emotionalizing everything that you're feeling in that vision you're doing it right now right here and now and that's the beauty that is the beauty to realize and understand this the power of the of this consciousness this collective consciousness that we all live in everything is right here and right now yes and and
1: i'm i'm going to um, share a quote it's kind of a cute quote but i also think it's a very powerful quote and you know the you, you know the story of alice in wonderland right yes. there's the queen <laughs> um, it's yes. uh, lewis carroll's through the looking glass right and so the, there's a quote by the queen and i love it cuz it so speaks to what we're talking about when we think about memory what do people think about the past Mm-hmm. And we talked about how we can use the past in service, let go of the stuff that isn't serving us and just hang on to the stuff that gives us confidence or makes us feel good, right? Something, a, a good experience we had, right? To bring that feeling of that into the future. But the idea of um, future memory, and the quote is, "It's a," she said, it's a pretty poor memory that only works in one direction. So if you think about it, that's what oh, we're saying. Don't just reflect on the past. Project, you know, use your memory for future, for the as a future. That's the vision. Visioning is yes. using future memory. And the, some of the think about the most elite athletes. What will they tell you? What would when you hear their interview, no matter what sport, they're picturing the, them already performing. You know, whether it's basketball or football or tennis or, they picture the future. They picture the game. They said, I picture already the shots I'm taking. Like mm-hmm, they're picturing mm-hmm. the game before it even happens. They're picturing themselves doing what they want to do. That is using future memory. That's
0: exactly yeah. what they're doing. And it's powerful. And we all have the ability to do that. And so all of us do. And you're doing that because you're thinking of future memory. You're, you're, you're feeling it right now, you know what? Sadly, the same thing with past memories that no longer serve you that were perhaps you know uh, painful. If you're mm. thinking about that specific memory, even though it happened in the past, because you're emotionalizing that thought, it's actually happening all over again right here and right now. So you're yeah. really living it all. So we have the choice as spiritual beings, having a human experience, to choose what memories we're going to focus on and concentrate upon. And Patty and I are saying, let's choose to focus on future memory, which is your vision of the mm-hmm. person you have become. So in closing, Patty, what I'd like to do is invite our listeners to perhaps step into their imagined lives. Do this exercise this week. Describe mm-hmm. the new you vividly and image and image the good you desire into your conscious mind. That's the mind that, accepts or rejects. So obviously, if you're imagining a vision of the future, something that you want. So image that in your conscious mind and then effectively plant it into your subjective mind, your subconscious, which is where your true power resides. And through constant space-time repetition, it must move into physical form. And because you're emotionalizing, now you are um, using the body. The body will be able to start nudging you or, you know, giving you some inspiration as to what step to take next. Everything is interconnected. Just know this, you can have anything you're willing to become. Practice concentrating on the good you desire. Put your attention on that vision. Use your future memory to get you there. This is something you're going to dedicate the rest of your life to it. Take the time and discipline it Discipline yourself to develop these higher faculties that Patty and I have been sharing with you in the previous weeks, and we still have two more to go. But practice those high faculties, because when you do and you see the results that you start to attract into your personal life, into your personal experience, you'll be glad you took the time. This is how you begin to change your life in ways you never imagined possible. And you did it all inside out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow,
1: that was a nice kind of conclusion. Um, I was just thinking when you were sharing all that. You know, at the end of the day, there's that um, quote that, uh, that Napoleon Hill. Um, I mean, many people have said it, but it's something when he, you know, Napoleon Hill wrote "Think and Grow Rich," and it was twenty years or, or so of interviewing <clears throat> five hundred of the most successful people at the time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and one of the common threads he said because they all amassed wealth in different ways doing different things but he his whole idea of that book was what was in common and one of the things that was in common was they all said this what you think you become and remember we're all a massive energy and as you were saying felicia like everything we function on frequencies and to move to a much higher frequency of thought right? Which is where your vision is something you haven't done, but you would love to do, right? That's, that's on a much higher frequency to move to a much higher frequency of thought. You must first consent, right? So you have to have an idea and you have to believe and want to do this, right? And then adapt to the ideas and feelings that that new frequency represents. That's your vision, right? And Uh so if you're focused on your vision, right? You're creating it, you're, you're using your future memory, And the more, again, what you think, what we think we become, right? So if you are so involved with your vision, with that future memory in like, this is what I would love. And like you said, you put on the idea of not just what it looks like, but what it feels like, you know, you, you put it on like a, like a, like you're an actor in a movie and what do they do? Great actors become (laughs) the character. You see them, they, they've convinced you when you're watching the movie and you see really good movies with really good acting. Why? Because the actor convinced you that they were the person in the role throughout that movie. And that's what you're doing in the movie of your life. Using your
0: future. Be the person that you, that you see in the vision. And don't let yourself be distracted by other people's opinion or what they may say. Focus on your dream. Be the person. If you were living that life today, how would you be living your life? How would you be dressing up? How would you be interacting with people? I don't know. What car would you be driving? What, what position in your, in your job would you be holding? Or uh, what level would your business be at? These are all things of your future self. So using your senses and applying all the faculties that you have learned so far, because we, I think we, this is our fourth one. There's two more to come. Mm -hmm. Uh, this will, will definitely take you, our listener to where you long to be. And you know what? You deserve to be there. Why? Because you're a child of God. It's your birthright to live your best life. And so with that said, um, because we could go on and on and on, I want to say thank you, first of all, to my beloved friend, Patty, and to you, our listener, uh, for uh, another amazing, uh, relevant discussion. It's always a pleasure. And I really look forward to our uh, weekly episodes. And uh, with that said, it's been an honor and a privilege to spend this time with you all today. I'm looking forward to next week, uh, next week's episode, which is a fifth superpower uh, we call Reason. You know what, every single
1: one of these faculties these six mental faculties are just mind blowing. Yes, I mean, there's such amazing tools that we all have. And once we become aware of, of them and the power of them, and then apply them in our life, it's, I mean, it's, it literally is life-changing. It's absolutely can be life-changing and it's all, it's all at the, you know, it all resides in you. So just bringing all this awareness to, uh, to everybody who's listening is just my pleasure. And I know it's yours as well, Felicia, because you know, we've seen how it's affected our lives and how it continues to um, serve us. And that's what we want to share with everybody out there that's listening.
0: With that said, see you all on the next episode. Yes. And I am sending wherever you are in the world, love and light to you all.